Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Rich Tyson. He's the president at CEO Builder. Rich, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. I think what you guys are doing at CEO Builder is really innovative and cool, but maybe before we get into all that, let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up. Okay. Well, I, I'm an Air Force rat, so I was born uh, on a, actually an Army base. Uh, my dad was uh, in the Army Air Corps, and so this goes way back. I was Very born cool. in 1950, so I'm a, I'm a 70-year-old youngster. But um, uh, it was El Paso, Texas, okay. and Fort Bliss. Uh, uh, interesting name, a name for a man, obviously, because El Paso has never been known as a real blissful place. But uh, uh, William Beaumont Hospital at Fort Bliss on an Army base. And then I, I grew up all over. Uh, Dad was stationed in many different places. And that included uh, stops in uh, Utah at Hill Air Force Base. We lived in Boulder, Colorado, Pueblo, Colorado, Tela, Utah, uh, Sacramento, Tachikawa, Japan. Wow. Uh, a lot of different places. So uh, those are just a few of the the main stops along the way. Very cool. So you went to university, well, a few universities. Walk us through what you mm -hmm. took and why. Oh, okay. Well, I, I started off at Utah State University up in Logan, Utah. And initially I saw myself as a future doctor. And oh, so I was pursuing the, the fundamental basic courses of pre-med. Uh, and it, that seemed to be just a great idea until I got hit by a chemistry buzzsaw. And uh, that uh, pretty much took me out of the desire to, to be a doctor. I, I just didn't understand the concepts of chemistry nearly well enough. Of course, as a freshman, I was immature enough to, that I didn't put any more effort into it, decided to, to change my major. Um, I didn't do that until I... Uh, started the following year at Weber State University in Ogden, Utah. Uh, I, I shifted to a business management degree, and that was my focus over the, the next three years, and, and that's what I, I finished up with. Um, I was fortunate to have many good instructors, and, and I really caught on to the concepts of business management and uh, ended up being uh, the top business graduate from the, the university. This was clear back in 1972, so a long time ago. But I would have I graduated from Weber State with um, the degree and an acceptance to the Harvard Business School. Uh, wow. I was only 21 years old at the time, however, and so uh, Harvard said, "Hey, uh, you're accepted, but we need you to go and get a little business experience before you come back here." And so I, I did that. So there was an interim period about three years. For one of those years, I worked as a 
Sherwin-Williams paint store manager in the San Francisco Bay Area, Livermore, California, to be specific. And it was my first turnaround opportunity. <clears throat> and over a year, I got this particular ranch of Sherwin-Williams making money, and that was fun. Uh, but I was then offered the opportunity uh, by an old mentor from Weber State to become the administrative vice president of what was then called Church College of Hawaii, run by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, became Brigham Young University Hawaii while I was there. And I, I was offered the opportunity to be the controller, financial controller there. So I went over there for the next two years and helped them with a variety of projects. And when I finished those up, then uh, my wife and I and our, our one child at that time we moved to Boston and I went to Harvard Business School. My focus there initially was on general management, but over time I became uh, increasingly focused on agribusiness and wrote some papers and did some research on use of the futures market to do hedging, uh, to hedging profitability on a variety of commodities. And I had a good time with that and an opportunity to become a uh, research assistant doing work on the agricultural uh, infrastructures in both uh, what was then the Soviet Union and uh, Communist China. Uh, however, those were going to involve being away from my family for over a year. And so my wife and I decided that that wasn't conducive to a good marriage, so I didn't take that. I had a lot of interviews uh, for jobs coming out of Harvard, uh, most of them in the agribusiness area. Uh, surprisingly enough, though, the one that was most appealing to me was uh, Avery Label in Southern California. They offered me the opportunity for, to have P&L responsibility for eight different products, oh, and wow. that's where I ended up after Harvard. So that's kind of the quick uh, academic version. I did work while I was at Harvard for the Jewel Foods organization doing financial forecasting for them. So there was some connection uh, to agribusiness, but it was more in the retail end of things. Interesting. So you've done CEO Builder for over three decades now. Walk us through yes. exactly what did you guys, or like what would made you originally decide to start CEO Builder and how has it evolved and changed over the last 30 years? Thank you. That's a great question. Um, this started as a lifestyle business for me. Uh, you may have already detected that uh, uh, keeping my marriage solid is very important to me. Sure. And uh, prior to starting CEO Builder, I was on a plane all the time. I had started my own consulting business and it was really general management consulting. And I had uh, work all over North America. It's also on a national speaking tour, if you will, and uh, was speaking in most of the major cities in this country and some in Canada. Um, and for a while, that was a great trip and, and money was good. But after a while, uh, my wife and I at this point had uh, six children and wow. uh, she said, hey, I, I would really like to have you at home. Can you figure out a way to to be here and here was at this point Utah she's a Utah girl and we had come back to Utah and so uh, we sat down together and tried to figure it out and finally decided that if I focused on small businesses in the state of Utah and did 
CEO forums for these, these small business owners, entrepreneurs, and so forth, that I could probably build a business that would allow me to stay home. And initially, that was really, really challenging because uh, it was just a startup from nothing. And although I had a pretty good resume, um, it was uh, the Utah economy was not what it is today. Uh, you may have seen in the most recent uh, Wall Street Journal or two that uh, Utah has the top business economy in the country right now by a number of different metrics. Wow. But at that time, that wasn't true. And so um, it was really challenging to, to get started. But I did it in order to get off a plane, be home, be dad, do the things that need to be done for my family. So that's how it started. Um, from there, uh, initially, again, quite a grind to get up and running. But over the, the last three decades, it's become a real uh, labor of love, if you will, a passion for me. And, and I have just thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but but it, it was tough getting it off the ground. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. So 